Profile series. I'm your host, Matt Hicks, the FF Educator, joined as always by John Lobb, the Gridiron Scholar. This is the Brian Thomas Jr. Rookie Profile. Brian Thomas Jr., I gotta tell you, one of the hottest names at this point in draft season, late February 2024. I don't know that there is a guy that's being discussed more as a riser through the process. I got to tell you, though, as soon as I turned on his tape, he was high up for me. So it feels like we're just meeting consensus. I just hope we don't blow past his value because that's the type of of energy and and enthusiasm that he is picking up now. But for good reason. We'll get into that because we'll talk about his stats. We'll talk about his collegiate background. We'll talk about his tape breakdown. And we'll help you put it all together to get a good understanding of his proper fantasy football value. If you're listening, we appreciate you greatly. Uh, the, The download numbers for those listening have been outstanding endingly high through the first two weeks of the rookie profile series so we greatly appreciate that make sure you're subscribed because we have a ton more rookie profiles coming your way and if you're watching on youtube give the video a like drop us a comment let us know what you think about brian thomas jr let us know your favorite landing spot for the lsu wide receiver we would love to talk landing spots with you uh let's go ahead john let's get into the background here for brian thomas jr out of lsu since I've been doing player profiles over the last decade, basically we're looking at Alabama, Ohio State, and LSU. They are the aristocracy of the wide receiver position. And we've had some pro, those schools have put two players in the NFL. And this year, it is the LSU Tigers with Malik Neighbors and Brian Thomas. The Tigers duo was so unbelievable this year, Matt. They joined elusive company at Baton Rouge. Only Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry in 2013 and Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson in 2019 were wide receivers on the same team for the purple and gold who had 1,000 yards in a season. Now it's Brian Thomas and Malik Neighbors. Unbelievable production for these two young men. Thomas seems to be going a little bit under the radar. So who is he, Matt? In high school, he was a two-sport star playing football and basketball. As a football recruit, Matt, he earned four stars and rated as number 13 receiver in the nation. On the hardwood, he scored more than 1,000 points in each of his final three seasons in basketball. He was a good basketball player. If you go look and find some film, He is 6'4", Matt. This young man is talented. In 2021, he goes to LSU, and he made the most starts among the freshman class at nine. He had more starts than Malik Neighbors that year. He recorded 28 catches for 359 yards and two touchdowns. In 2022, Thomas appeared in 13 games with six starts. He finished fourth on the team with 31 receptions and he accumulated 361 receiving yards and five touchdowns. But 2023, Matt, 
oh my God, did he explode. Thomas was named third team All-America, second team All-SEC, and semifinalist for the Bolitnikoff Award for his performance. He led the nation with 17 touchdown receptions, and he logged 68 catches for 1,177 yards. In the FBS, he ranked sixth with six catches of 40-plus yards and 14th with 11 receptions of 30-plus yards. Boy, was he open deep, and Jaden Daniels was patient, waited for him to get open, and Daniels delivered a dime. Matt, what does your film breakdown say about Brian Thomas and his NFL potential? I got to tell you, Brian Thomas, he's one of these guys where you watch his film and it is impossible not to get excited. You know, it's one of those where you you have to watch the playback two or three times because you have to remember that you're analyzing the film, right? Like as a fan, it just must have been incredible this year year, as an LSU fan to just watch Brian Thomas Jr. uh, work downfield especially, right? And one of the big reasons is because he's dominant along the boundary. And it's starting with that acceleration. It's not common to have a guy who's 6'4", be able to build speed that well moving downfield. And that's the reason I think at at the crux of it, so many folks are getting excited about the the ceiling for Brian Thomas Jr. in the NFL because he's got big man height and he's got great speed, but he balances that with some really physical hands. You know, he's not a, a big man who's relying on winning at the catch point. He separates before the catch point, and that is really crucial. And he he uses physical hands, but it's subtle enough that he's not going to get a lot of uh, pass interferences called on him at the next level. But he does know how to use his frame, and he uses it well. He, he has a good catch radius as well. You know, it, it, he can go up, you know, use that vertical athleticism, his vertical ability, and really extend for passes. He tracks the ball well. And he reacts to the ball well in midair. And he's going to combine that with some good mental concentration. He's got sticky hands. You know, you're not worried about him dropping the ball as he's coming to the ground with it. So you you start to piece all these things together. And you can really envision a guy who can tear up the next level. You know, I like that he's light on his feet for his size. You know, I I had to double check his size. Just the way he was moving. The first time I I saw Brian Thomas, I assumed he was like 6'1", 6'1 half. Uh, but he, he is, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get that verification at the combine, but listed at 6'4", and, you know, as you watch more of him, you can see he's towering over SEC defensive backs. <laughs> I, you know, I, I wouldn't say he's got the most technically sound route tree, but we talk about this all the time with wide receivers. I don't get caught up with that, right? He runs an excellent vertical route. Uh, he runs a great comeback route to complement that. I think he works the out well. And, and that's great. Like that is a great foundation. You know, three routes that he runs well that fit his skill set. All right. So his NFL team might develop him on one or two. He doesn't need to run the whole tree, right? Because, and this is really critical. This is a big piece to the way he wins. He wins with his first step. He wins off the release. And when you can win off a release with the first step against SEC defensive backs, that gives me a lot of optimism for your ability to translate that to the next level. So he wins with that first step. And then we talked about his acceleration. So as he builds that downfield, he's building separation. uh, and, And that's how he's consistently winning, consistently pulling in 20, 30, 40 yard touchdown passes. But when he, when he doesn't, you know, catch the ball in the end zone, 
he is a legitimate yak threat as well. Again, for his size, it, it, it's that athleticism. It's surprising. He he can juke defenders in open space. Uh, he he has good field vision. He's scrappy through the end of the run. So I think Brian Thomas Jr. He does. He puts it all together. And I can understand why. You know, you know, he's not the guy that everybody saw first, right? Um, and so you understand why all of a sudden there's this huge push and this huge rush of excitement around him because people who are doing that second and third level analysis, you know, kind of discovering the guys, John, that, that we learned about in September, as, you know, folks are kind of uh, learning about these players, it's like, whoa, you know, this guy's legit and it's pushing up his value more and more. And I think that's just going to continue to happen. And then it's just going to solidify with draft capital. But we'll talk about draft capital. We'll get there as we kind of put everything together. Uh, before we do that, I want to talk about this, the, how he fits into your statistical model. So before we do that, I want to talk about how the analysis and insight and advice that the rookie big board should factor into your rookie draft process here. We have uh, in-depth and in highly accurate rookie ratings here, rookie rankings available. They translate directly to Dynasty and Devi rankings to help you across your fantasy football leagues. We have uh, a super active Discord channel, trade advice, draft advice, roster overhaul advice. That's going on 24-7 over at the Rookie Big Board. One-on-one -on -one draft consolation calls, over 100 pages in our rookie draft cut. There is so much insight and analysis available for just $5 a month. And you could save 15% off now with an annual membership. Get ahead of your league mates. Win your rookie drafts with the rookie big board. All right, John, I, I teased it a little bit, but let's get into that statistical model here and how Brian Thomas Jr. fits into it. Anyone who heard our show about Malik Neighbors and our breakdown knows how much I like Neighbors and how much you and I like Jaden Daniels when we broke him down. So it did take me a little while to become comfortable that Brian Thomas is really good and I have to be more open-minded about how good the young man is. And when I plugged him into my model back in December, it really opened my eyes, Matt. His numbers are really solid. There's some outstanding things to like here. His catch percentage is 78%. You mentioned sticky hands. He does have some basketball hands. I think you can see the basketball background, the passes, the rebounding, the ability, the hands are really good. His receiving yards per team pass attempt, 2.95. Despite being on a team with Malik Neighbors, Brian Thomas put up really impressive number, and his ADOT is 13.7. So we have a young man running a lot of deep routes. You mentioned his route tree. I will say I kind of agree. You know, it's not the most impressive. It's not Malik, right? But I think there's three routes that he can win at the NFL level until he becomes more comfortable. Realize, again, projection. He's very young. He came out of high school in 2021, 6'4", 205. There's a lot to like about in this young man's model, what we can project him out in the future. Matt, I think I'm comfortable now. If we get end of first round draft capital, and I was just thinking off, you know, when we started the show, Kansas City and Buffalo, then we're, I'm all in. I like them already, but I would be all in with the right landing spot, especially if the NFL agrees with us that he's a first round value. 
Matt, what's your fantasy footballers know? All right, let's put it all together here. Let's talk fantasy football translation, starting with the aforementioned draft capital. I think there's a lot of different directions this could go in, but right now in late February 2024, I'm going day one mid, which is my 11 to 20 overall range. I think that size, especially if he goes to the combine and runs a good 40 time, I think it's going to be too much for a lot of teams to pass up. And so you mentioned it's almost it's almost a danger zone for fantasy football because uh, the draft capital will be higher, which means it'll probably push up his ADP. But maybe it would be better if he could slide to a Buffalo or to a Kansas City, right? That that would be a more exciting offense for him to be in. Uh, but still, certainly some good candidates in that 11 to 20 range. I think either way, you know, late first round is probably where his his rookie draft superflex ADP is going to land. 108 to 112. Uh, that seems like the right spot for Brian Thomas. I'm going to have, you know, about 25, 30% exposure to Brian Thomas. You know, we, we were talking, uh, you know, offline, John, about Brian Thomas Jr. And it feels like the type of guy where, you know, if you get to your rookie draft and he's there and it's the best player available, you're happy with that, right? You know, you're sitting there at 111, you're sitting there at 112, and and Brian Thomas Jr. is there and you're going, yeah, that's a good, you know, let, let's add him to the roster. You know, uh, he certainly has the ability to be a wide receiver one weekly. He's He's got a little bit of, uh, you know, a more floor to be a wide receiver two to three weekly. Um, but, you know, I don't have to, I don't need him. I don't need to leave my drafts with him. Not the same way that I need to leave my drafts with a guy like Troy Franklin, right? So I, I think that's kind of the difference there. I'm happy to leave it with Brian Thomas, but I don't need to. I don't need to trade up to go and get him. I'm going to let him come to me. You know, especially even if you're sitting at like 202, you can just let him hope he falls, right? Slips through the cracks a little bit. Uh, in terms of fantasy value comparison, I think in a startup, you're going to draft. Ryan Thomas Jr. in a similar range to where you would draft Drake London right now because the, you know, the, the, the Drake London, when he's put in a position to win, he's super valuable and super successful. I think Brian Thomas Jr. is going to be in a similar spot. I don't know that he could go to all 32 NFL teams and just absolutely eat, but if you put him in the right spot, you're intentional about getting him some targets. You're intentional about scheming him in the deep field. Then he might end up with seven, eight, nine touchdown passes or touchdown receptions as a rookie. And then he's going to have a significant fantasy football upside and significant fantasy football value. Uh, just like the significant value of being a part of the rookie big board, you can head on over to patreon.com slash rookie big board to get in on those resources, the rankings, the one-on-one consolation calls, the rookie guide, uh, the discord, so much there to help you get ahead of your league mates and win your rookie drafts. We appreciate you checking out this rookie profile. <laughs> 